It reminds me of watching uh, uh, Yes Dear on TBS because they would advertise oh, that they, they were oh, going to play so Sex many, in the City oh, at yeah. like 11 p.m. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, the word uh, bleep uh, is out of my vocabulary for the entire podcast. Um, the affirmative word, uh, I can only say absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I will not be using the normal affirmative word. Yeah, it's as you know, this episode, of course, as you fucking lootly. The podcast that does the first and last episodes of TV shows. I am Carrie Bradshaw. Joining me, Samantha. Hey. Miranda. What's up? Oh, and look who finally arrives. Charlotte herself. On her birthday, so we can't roast her as much as we would like. That's right. We made plans, but... but sh- but Charlotte had a date with someone else, so yeah. she didn't come. I'm going to get this right out of the way at the start. Going to be honest, expected more sex. Expected more of the city as well for Sex in the City. Oh, more, like sex, the more like Sex in the Cities. Yeah, in like Sex in Two Cities. I hate that I'm carried, by the way. I absolutely hate it. No one I just but, don't think any of you are Mirandas, is the thing. No, Matt's Miranda. Matt, Matt would go on a date with someone they assumed would like they wouldn't like and just like fucking roast them the whole time so so what you're actually saying is matt during his hoe phase is miranda correct it's a little yeah We've I all mean, had sex in the city like travis everybody... was travis was more of a charlotte before he met alex who am i now Look, you're still charlotte you're Sorry. still charlotte but just like post like post looking for a baby with the guy from fucking uh, California. Play the music, Evan Handler. Welcome to the As You Know All-Stars. <laughs> I didn't know that you were also on this show. That's what the As You Know All-Stars are, are people I didn't realize were on right. two shows we've covered. <laughs> Congrats! Is anyone, keeping track, of that? Is anyone about- keeping track of anything? No. I have a list, actually. You have that. an As You Know All-Stars hey. list? I have an As You Know All-Stars list in my Google Docs. If we if we ever it's... make merch, we should make, like, jerseys for those people. And, 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 and. <laughs> so it's like a I hope we get jersey. to another show that has Mikhail Baryshnikov in it. Dude, I <laughs> lost my shit. Who's Mikhail Baryshnikov? Like, is that Who's We'll that? get to who Mikhail Baryshnikov um. is when we get to that character. But before we get to any of that, we got to talk about what Sex in the City is. Which was an American romantic comedy, dra- t- comedy drama television series created by Darren Starr for HBO. Uh, an adaptation of Candace Bushnell's 1997 book of the same name. It uh, premiered June 6, 1998. Happy birthday, Sex in the City. Because we're recording this the day before that and concluded February 22nd, 2004. 94 episodes over six seasons. Uh, and it was set and filmed in New York City and followed the lives of a group of four women. Three in their mid-30s and one in their 40s who, despite their different natures and ever-changing sex lives, remain inseparable. Uh, It starred Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon. And, uh, you know, you know what it is. It's Sex in the City. It's fucking Sex in the City. It's it's actually a show I did not know much about. And it was my pick this week. Mm -hmm. And I I tried to donate my pick to Travis for his birthday. And Travis said, I don't care. And I, for some reason, took offense to that idea. Like, I was like, let me do something nice for Travis. And Travis was like, nah. And I was like, all right. And I tried to punish him, but then we decided that we didn't want to do Twin Peaks because that was going to be too long. Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to no burn movie one of TV episodes, please. Yeah. And then I decided I didn't want to do Hamtaro because that just felt like a whole lot. To make Matt watch Hamtaro felt like a mean-spirited thing. 
thank you for instead picking something that kicks ass. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, maybe instead I just want the boys to have fun this week, you know? I had fun, but not as much fun as I expected, to be honest. Um, I had no relationship with the show other than, like, people tweeting out photos and, like, learning that, like, sports writers I follow that I did not expect to have opinions on Sex in the City were like, oh, yeah, Carrie should have gotten with Aiden. And I just know that that's the one played by John Corbett. And I always remember, um, I think it was, like, a Rolling Stone write-up on the first Sex in the City movie and talking about how it was, like, two and a half hours long. Ugh. Like, it was longer Ugh. than a Lord of the Rings movie. I mean, I feel like Sex in the City justifies that length better than Lord of the Rings, but, like, that's still too fucking long. It does definitely justifies it more than The Hobbit. Don't think oh. I'd go so far as Lord of the Rings. Man. But yeah, that's 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 my uh, relationship with Sex in the City. Does anyone else have any relationship with the show at all? Uh, it's tangentially related to one of the worst parts of the newsroom, which is one of the worst shows of all time. Um, so no, so the answer to that question <laughs> I, I just asked was a no. When you were like, I want to talk about the newsroom, uh, which is fine. <laughs> uh, I've seen a ton of Sex in the City because uh, it was just like ambiently on. Um, but, like, as I said last episode, I don't think I've ever actually <clears throat> seen a whole episode. Or, like... <laughs> was it ambiently on in this version, or was it, like, the TBS, TBS. edited Yeah, yeah, city? no no breasts, no bush. Yeah, Sex I remember being told in Just high school... The city. Like a, I remember a kid telling me, he was like, there's boobies on that show. This, yeah. is, a, he, this is a kid who was in 10th grade, but he talked like a 7-year-old. star, star, um, and the city. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, no, it's not on TBS. And then I learned as an adult that that was the edited version. How wait, how far into adulthood? Was this like 3 weeks ago? You were just like, oh, Sex <laughs> no. in the City was on HBO? Damn. I mean, I was probably like 18. I didn't I didn't know my TV history the way I do now. Yeah, now now we're I all know the most influential uh, shows. Yeah, we, we, didn't we know were... Sarah Jessica Parker was married to Ma- Matthew Broderick at that time. Yeah, you didn't know that she was married to a murderer. I hadn't seen the Kim Cattrall Super Mario 3D Land commercial which we need to discuss at some point in this episode. We were talking about how uh, Sex in the City is like the craft work of HBO shows. It's just like it's just like oh, this is just a, you know a classic. You know, this is the HBO showest of HBO shows, but that also was the first one. So it's like okay, well, you know, you can't really it's, criticize it's it. Not, I mean, it's, it's not the first show. Wh- not was, the first wh- show, but like it, it's such a it's such a stamp. It's like yeah, a, it did bam. it did the yeah, like no, we can do this because we're not on network TV like first or early yeah no that's um, that that's it's importance for sure i don't i don't yeah, legit yeah. i don't really literally mean like the first hbo show i remember seeing ads for hbo on some other network it was like you should get hbo and i remember a woman sitting like with her dog on the couch saying thank you hbo for letting me see a grown man naked <laughs> wow God, hell yeah so which that, is weird. I feel like you don't see much of that of on HBO. At one point. Uh, I think this is actually something to talk about, which we should have brought up at any point in any of the previous shows that we've covered that aired on HBO. How many of us grew up with HBO? Because I didn't grow up with HBO in my house. I, I know that you I did. did I was just having a discussion about how, uh, like, having like somebody asked me what my first ever porn search was in my life, and I don't remember. Which it's weird that they do, but. 
Uh, I re- yeah, okay. and then they talk about it with people like this is the first time I cranked off. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it, when I was like my introduction, my introduction to porn was all softcore porn on HBO, and they were like, "What a privileged ass introduction to porn!" And I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> fair enough." I mean, really, that's really what you went to Cinemax for. HBO it was like. There's real sex. Right. I watched real sex cat and cat house. Yeah. I watched real yeah. sex so and cat house. So you do remember. But I didn't search Wait, sorry, it. Those are, those are documentaries. Yeah. What was the those second are... one? Cat house. Cat it house? was uh, the, oh, the legal, the bunny ranch in Las Vegas. And they have uh, little clips of like, you know, like a dad taking his son in to lose his virginity to a prostitute at 18. And then, and then they'd like film it. And I don't know why we got yeah, to watch I, it. But. Ian sadly was uh, going into the huge woods behind his house and finding old porno. Yeah. Since <laughs> 15, so. that, that counts as the search. <laughs> Just like a buried my first pornography quest, a buried Maxim magazine. Yeah, I was gonna say. Some reason. I wasn't. I wasn't finding them. I was. You know, like when you're like um, playing an old Zelda game and you just have to dig up random parts of the land to find a key to get into that. That was just me walking around with a <laughs> shovel, just digging. I had like a whole system. The shovel went, would like, vibrate whenever there was a fucking <laughs> magazine. The dowsing rod. It would turn rod. blue. <laughs> I'm now. I'm now imagining like a weird. Twisted Pornhub search where it's like I want to get like the old feeling, so it's like POV. You find an old Playboy in the woods, well, Mal, <laughs> <laughs> and just gets very meta. Uh, I I did remember, however, when I did eventually have access to a laptop, I started to search things that could like I could justify could like justifiably say accidentally look like a porn search so i would like mm. fucking i would actually what's, what's going on how to take off laura croft's top in tomb raider one uh, he was just going to white house uh, no i would i would like i would search something that was like a typo so i would like search like blessed's b-l-e-a-s-t-s and like breast would show up and i'd be like oh i was looking for beasts for a project or whatever like Pagina, but actually, God, I hope, I hope your parents them. were just like, look at this shit. Yeah, like, no, like I just mean, having a good time. Yeah, like, I hope so too. But look like, at how badly this dude wants to honk wad. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope my dad never said, "Look how badly this dude wants to honk wad." I can't believe you suggested we should have a woman on this episode. <laughs> We it could have presented it. It could have idea. prevented it from being this. <laughs> that would have been great if it wasn't this. All right, Stephen. Stephen just saying it would be great if it wasn't this when he is wholly responsible for this. Stephen, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. Correct, correct. I'm sitting here in the hot dog costume, wishing somebody would stop me from, you know, crashing it into the shop. So Sex and the City. Sex? Sex and the City. A show I always want to call Sex in the City. Same. See, and I, I keep hearing the title and thinking it's part of City Escape from Sonic Adventure 2. Like saying, join Follow me and we will watch Sex and the City. That's been in my head. Like I'll oh. make it through. <laughs> Follow me. Would be a better theme than I so, think. So, Matt, like, in 1999... False. In 1999. Sonic was in a game called Sonic Adventure 2, and it opens with this song called Escape from the City, and it's very cheesy, very 90s, and for, I believe, the year... Well, also with him falling out of a helicopter and then landing on a piece of debris and using it as a surfboard down the hill... Yeah. It's the most exhilarating intro video game. Probably. uh, I I believe it was 2017... 
was the year, maybe it was 2018, where that was the year that it was the Spotify most played song for Steven. Yeah, because my <laughs> because friends we put kept it on a loop me. at his birthday party. <laughs> Honestly, best random pop punk, except for the two random pop punk songs in Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, where it's like. Terror time again. You know the one where it's just like, you know, there's zombies no. on the prowl. That sounds. You guys good. know what I'm talking about? No, only Not me. I have no idea what you're talking the about. The first slide in that song is: you hear the screeching of an owl, you hear the wind begin to howl. You know, there's zombies on the prowl, which this is, is an amazing I intro love line. <laughs> yeah, did King Diamond write that? <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, child star. Uh, From Warren, Nelsonville, Ohio. Hey. Oh, yeah, shout out. Uh, she was, uh, she had just been, like, around. Like, she had played Annie when she was, like, 14. When she was in her 20s, she was dating Robert Downey Jr. when he was, like, you know, a problem child. Uh, yeah, she made her Broadway debut at 11. She was in Footloose. Like, she had been around, you know, and, uh, like many a person who was at some point, you know, a younger actor. They're like, time to take that adult role yeah. and show the world, I like to have sex. Let's <laughs> get this right out of the way by having it be in the title. They know what's up. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she's transitioned uh, so well into this role that, you know, when when I'm like, hey, Sarah Jessica Parker, where did she get her start? You guys probably would have guessed here and not, you know, square pegs. You would have been like, yeah. oh, she was in Mars Attack. Yeah, her her head went up on a chihuahua's body and vice versa. Um, probably Classic. <laughs> the rest of us. We had a really great time with Sex and the City, Travis. <laughs> uh, Carrie Bradshaw has a good role, but SJP was at her best when she was a head on a chihuahua. No, I mean, can't disagree. Her and... and, and, he I mean, and certainly body better than Failure to Launch or whatever. Bodiless Pierce Brosnan as a couple. Failure to Launch, Jesus. Was that... Was that uh, McConaughey? Family Stone. Yeah. I mean, she's had a... Uh, yes. She's had an illustrious yes, that career. Is, that is like... The failure to launch is right before we get the like, oh, this guy's fucking done. That's the one that like puts him in the grave and then Mud pulls him back out. Mm -hmm. Can we talk less about Sarah Jessica Parker's career before Sex and the City and more about Cynthia Nixon's political career after Sex and the City? <laughs> Career seems a little strong. As yeah, word, she doesn't really had one. She uh, had a campaign. Yeah, ran against she Cuomo. Ran against Cuomo. Could have had, could have had Cynthia Nixon. I say we. Yeah, and us New Yorkians. New York's yeah. governor is basically the president. Uh, she could have written that book about how great she did with COVID nineteen. Um, yep. And then immediately had the cases balloon beyond all control. Uh, while on the book tour. And, like, immediately afterwards. She could have been have... sexually harassing people in a very odd way. Yeah. That's what I was going to say next. <laughs> but. <laughs> and I actually don't know anything about the other two. You don't remember Kristen Davis, uh, who had appeared on a future show we will cover one day on this podcast, Melrose Place, and also uh, played a hallowed important role in the history of acting, which was she was one of Jerry's girlfriends for two episodes. <laughs> I, I can't wow, tell. Wow, two episodes on time. Damn. And then there's yeah. Samantha, the worst actress in the show. Kim Cattrall is you, the best actress in the uh, show. She's you selling this character the, the best. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, you, I don't... 
What do you What do you want from an actor? She crushes in this. Uh, I think I think I was buying it in until she had the conversation with her boyfriend about fucking other people as a barbarian in Canada, and that was like the worst scene in the whole thing for me. Uh, just like just like poorly acted. I don't know. Hmm. Didn't stick out to I, me at all. I uh, disagree. I don't think it was poorly acted. I think it might be. Yeah, I think it might not be what you like in acting. I don't know what you like. And I assume you just want incredible naturalism in all scenes. <laughs> I don't Steven loves like a Ken Loach film where people talk over each other and mumble and stutter. Yeah, And it's 100%. about like Irish politics. Thousand percent. Uh, no, I mean, I didn't. I, I literally like I, I'm just using the one scene. I thought everything else she did was fine. But I thought that scene was so bad. Yeah, I don't Miles know. Miles really that just is a bad scene in general. Running, running laps around the rest of the cast is my opinion on Kim Cattrall. It's a goddamn shame that they are bringing this show back in some capacity with some weird sequel series that does not include uh, Samantha at all. Is yeah. everybody else in it? I wonder if they're going to yes. say she died from breast cancer. No, I, I believe that she find that she finds in the show because she was looking to get a boob job. Uh, I believe That's the explanation great. for why she's not in the show is that. Um, they just like fall apart or they fell, you know, they fell out in the like 15 years or whatever it's been since the show ended. They're like, well, you know, friendship been the movies changed. since then though. Yeah, you're right. But I think Sex and City 2 was even like. Could they just not ago. get her or what was the deal? What's the story? I think she didn't want to do it. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I thought she just wasn't invited. You think if you and just had like, like an iconic role. You would be one of those assholes who's like, I don't want to be pigeonholed in my iconic role and get steady work for the rest of my life. Or do you think you would do? I would just the obvious. I right would thing do it until get steady work for the rest of your life. I would do it until I had enough money that I like really felt like I never needed to work again to live the best life that I had. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, that sounds great. I like to think that I would be one of those assholes, but who knows? She is the role. Uh, apparently, the explanation uh, is. Well, there's no official explanation, but uh, Kim Cattrall has had a strained relationship with the show in recent years, in particular with co-star uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm. So she seems awful to be a, to be honest. Drama. Sarah Jessica Parker does. Which yeah. one? I know nothing oh. about Sarah Jessica. Well, Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw's awful. So by extension, I assume. Yeah, Sarah that Jessica might be Parker that will. might be the thing. <laughs> Kelly Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw's awful. Kelly. Also, Ian, you're immediately clearly <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Well, <laughs> out of the four of us, Ian's it's not fucking, really like... Ian is, keeps trying out these tutus. I don't know about those decisions, but, you know... Just like a pretty pretty rough middle part, to be honest. <laughs> the, hair, the hair in this Moving show Moving to Paris for shocking. an older man that... I would... I would move to Paris with Brezhnikov. That is actually the part where I was like, why would this, what is going on with this? I'd move to yes. Paris for nearly any reason. God, Paris seems so miserable. Ugh. I mean, I live in <laughs> America right now. Right? <laughs> I, love, I love that this podcast exists to find the fissures between us in opinions, mostly. So the Sex and the City wiki, not a particularly robust one on episode recaps. Thank so God, I just wrote Sex and the City I mean, fans are not How much freaks. happens in this in this first episode? Like, Sex and the I, City I, fans. I'm gonna disagree with like you. Like Cosmo readers are people who are think they're freaks and want to be freaks, but are yeah. pretty boring to be honest. Yeah, you can be freaks and not be freaks in the sexual sense. These people are freaks, and I love them for that. But they are still freaks. Can I, they're freaks can in I the ask, psychopathy sense. 
Can I ask, Stephen, because this is an important uh, recurring uh, element of the show, in what way are the people who watch Sex and the City horribly depressed? Like, (laughs) in what way are their lives very sad? (laughs) Uh, People who watch Sex and the City are the the type of people who, like, like, kind of want to have this sort of life for themselves. You know, like, always wonder what it would be like to go from party to party and, like, and like interact with rich people and have sex and enough sex to think about what it means to have that much sex. Uh, but just generally are like, you know, like somewhere between, uh, in, in cells and like, damn, just sad people. Damn. So sex in the city opens, uh, with a story being narrated by Carrie of a British woman who meets us, man and they have this magical whirlwind romance and they go and look at a house only for the guy to ghost on her uh and my feelings on this scene were why aren't these people played by famous people that would have made this much more enjoyable for me i had i had a couple notes on these scenes my my number one was someday i'm going to i'm sorry someday i'm sorry i'll stop uh someday i'm going to i just ripped apart one of matt's nice coasters um (laughs) Someday I'm going to uh, walk up to a girl looking at a painting and just go, like it. <laughs> and then if she says something that doesn't give me much room, I'll say, where do I know you from? And then the narrator will come in and say, it was love at first sight. <laughs> It'll just be me with like a PA system in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we can stage this there wherever we go. you want. I was going to say, who's the narrator for you? It's Matt Siani. Thanks to Matt Siani for editing <laughs> my flirtation for producing <laughs> for producing my flirtation <laughs> so did anyone else uh, this, is, this is just a general note did anyone else continually struggle with remembering which character is named which uh, only for a second uh, I googled it twice uh, no I, I kept writing Samantha when I met Miranda Miranda when I met mm-hmm. Samantha and it just reminded me of being in college and being friends with eight girls who all lived in a house whose names all ended with A Yep. I'm just being yeah, like, which they were one all did in this? Mamba number five. It was yeah, a, <laughs> a little bit of Carrie in my life, a little bit of Samantha. Charlotte by my side. So uh, she ends this. She ends this where there's this weird montage where she says and and she, like where they were like they're like they had they did this and they showed them like playing golf and they're like and they did this and they showed them eating and then they're like and they shared secrets that they'd never told anyone and I was like all right here's the secret can't think of one huh. <laughs> now, the whole writer's room couldn't think of a fucking secret, huh? And then, and then, and then she ends this with like, uh, they had flown the co-op, Ugh. which was like, uh, oh, okay. Cupid uh, has flown the co-op. Cupid yeah. has, has flown the co-op, and her little rant about which is how also on top of the pun is a weird mixed metaphor of like, why is Cupid in a coop? You gotta well, keep Cupid in a coop. Okay, but you but you say with wings. but you could say like. <laughs> Travis has flown the coop. Like, it doesn't you don't you normally say it about people? You're not normally this talking is, about chickens when you use this phrase, no, this is, Travis. This is a very good Travis. Uh, Why are you talking about chickens? Travis animal classification specificity. Uh, he's a, he's a baby with wings. How often that does are you not t- mean he's a bird. Flown the coop is not normally. It's an expression that you use it for people. Yeah, I don't abide by idioms. This is a very like None of them. Dr- like fucking Drax ass logic here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have two birds. Why would I want to kill the Drax. birds with a stone? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. 
I don't. My I, my goal is not to kill birds. My goal is to achieve two of uh, tasks at once. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Travis? Happy birthday, Travis. <laughs> I don't. Be- I don't believe in metaphor. Um, <laughs> I know writers who use subtext are all cowards. Uh, when do we? Is the next thing just like the toxic bachelor, or the basically the explanation of the show? That's just like New York is full of thirty-something women who like missed the like ideal marriage age, and now they're just kind of left to be single, but not desired. Yes, yes. I loved yes. this uh, little... Carrie, uh, I was just going to say, Carrie, yeah, uh, walks... We get, like, the first of her just kind of, like, walking around New York and talking at the camera about love, and then we get, yes, the, the montage of Toxic Bachelors, which... Great. Includes Capote Duncan. Well, I mean... With a name like Capote Duncan, you have to be a toxic bachelor. Can we do some Twitter content where, like, we just post, like, bad photos of each of us with toxic bachelor underneath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, see, I was already debating which of us are toxic. Well, the, the, it's uh, this podcast has, uh, you know, I mean, are we all toxic bachelors? No. It's, you know, <laughs> just, do they have just anything for, like, you know, wife guys? I just yeah. got tickets to see Toxic Bachelor at uh, Lincoln Hall my first show. <laughs> would, would see Toxic Bachelor. Steven, I mean this with love. I think you're more of a Toxic Bachelor than I am. Oh, you did say undoubtedly. earlier. <laughs> okay, good. I was I was hoping that you wouldn't take offense when I <laughs> said that something, you know, compared you to something that had the word toxic in there. If one of us was going to explain the mid-30s power flip, it would be me. Out of the four <laughs> of us. Like, like, it's a shitty thing. You but, did also, while standing in my living room, at one point look at me and just go, I should never be single. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the context so, was, but uh, I stand by it. That's the thesis of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we also, during the Talk to Bachelor montage, uh, we also get, uh, it's cut with, weirdly, only Miranda. That was the part that was confusing to me. Yeah. No, there was a Charlotte. Well, I don't understand Charlotte's they didn't. in there, too. There was a Charlotte. She was, like, holding a book oh, and had glasses and was, okay. like... Oh, yeah, I didn't recognize her when she came on screen again. Yeah. yeah that was, was Charlotte. Because like, okay, apparently <laughs> I'm, I can be fooled like the people in the Superman universe. How did you ever watch The Wire? A show that makes you pay attention. I, uh, I, I, I only recognized that Charlotte was in this montage because I watched the intro twice. Because I watched it, and then I got here, and Matt ah. had not watched any of it. So Her I watched it again. Her name appears on the screen. <laughs> um, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to read. <laughs> Women should just yeah. marry a big fat tub of lard. I don't get it. Just date a fatty. Easy yeah, um, solution. I want to love the show. Boy, the politics of this show are fucking whack. Just like, fucking yeah. date a badass. <laughs> this show hates men. This show hates women. Oh, this yeah. show is yeah, yeah. fatphobic. Yeah. This, this show, show has a horrible relationship with sex. Homophobic. A horrible I didn't see a single black person in either of these episodes. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, right. Yeah, like, we got to get that out of the in way. New York City. <laughs> yeah. This well, show there was, oh, my God. Oh, there was a, Manhattan. There was a, no. There was a clip where they were like, all these women are single and in their 30s. And it was like 20 white women. Like, there was literally no one else. I just remembered that shot. They were all white. Yeah, no, this, uh, a deeply whack show, actually, uh, when when you view it in that way. The thesis of this episode being like, and the the show effectively being like, it's time for women to have sex like, like men. men is like wait a minute hold on we wait, hate what? everyone <laughs> what there's if, if you're kind of ugly and into tech you can be romantic that's that's true 
I uh, I googled to make sure I was getting like I was like did I ever see this actor before? I want to double check. I thought I recognized him from something, but I didn't know his name, so I just googled the character, and I was then led to an article where the first response was based. I mean, the first result was basically like, "Whatever happened to that guy?" Because apparently he just disappears into the wind mm-hmm. in in like the middle of the season. He reminds me mm-hmm. of Meta Soprano's biracial boyfriend that Tony is really racist at. I feel like they both had. What is his similar name? vibe? Noah. Noah. Yes. That guy could have been named uh, Noah. And that they had curly hair. Yeah, I think it's just that curly hair. Except this guy had the worst curls. Noah ever. also has pretty bad curls. They both had really bad hair. Yeah, and glasses and stuff. Yeah, Skipper. But yeah, well, before their Skipper, we get. Um, I mean, I guess Skipper's he part of the montage too. He's the hopeless romantic. Yeah, you're right. He's he's the hopeless romantic. Uh, we do get. Is this the only? scene where we actually get the four of them really interacting across these two episodes that we no, watched. No, there's a scene yeah. where they, the they all hug her. Shriek yeah, at each yeah. other. End. Dude, it was fucking shocking yeah, how they I separated said, them all to the degree that they did. Yeah. yeah. Not like Riverdale uh, where they're always together. Yeah, because like this is the only time... <laughs> they promised they'd always be together. <laughs> this is the... the the only time where they actually talk. Because that montage is just... I mean, that ending is just them... Like, is Carrie walking in and them all screaming and then hugging, you know? Gene! <laughs> yeah, it's extremely Gene Parmesan. Yes, they, they get together for Miranda's birthday. We see a Cosmo, but we're not drawing attention to the iconic drink of Sex in the City. Quick quiz, what is a Cosmo? Not Matt. <laughs> can you answer? And then if you can't, Matt, answer. Okay. It probably has tequila. Oh, you you want no. you want feedback as you go ingredient by ingredient. It does not have There's no tequila because you're no. wrong. Is already. it gin? You're also wrong. Vodka? There's no tequila. Come on. There's no gin. You got to think the most basic yes, drink. Exactly. Vodka yes. drink. Okay, vodka, <laughs> mm-hmm. schnapps. No, no. <laughs> Apple juice. Lime. <laughs> uh, we got lime juice. We got lime juice. Okay, we got two of the four ingredients. Is there milk in there? Yes. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Think about the color of a Cosmo. Vodka and lime. I, I've thought about the color of pink a Cosmo. Of it's the pink. the color like, of a Cosmo. Right? Yeah. So that's why I said apple juice. Mm-hmm. If you... Wait, what color do you think apple juice is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Apples are... Steven. Apples are pink. Skin contact apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> is it pink lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> If you were is paying it, attention uh, is it, uh, before uh, we started, I actually said this ingredient. Yeah. Campari. Uh, <laughs> you got to think more, like way more basic. Travis, like on, like on the pH scale? Anything, anything at all here on how, to, how to make a Campari. I mean, not a, I said a Campari. How to make a Cosmo. What's pink and basic? Okay, so Stephen, when you make a drink, rose petals. Sometimes what you add, Stephen, you got to bear with me here, okay? Oftentimes, if you are mixing liquids, they blend into a color. So just because the ingredient, the final end product is pink, does not mean that the addition is okay. So red, pink like itself. apple juice. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> You sicko. <laughs> you fucking freak. I thought this was going to be like a pretty quick Fruit thing. punch? And now... Yeah, Hawaiian, is Hawaiian punch in there? Oh my god, you guys. 
<laughs> oh my god. This is like... This is a classic mixer. Steven's gonna say grenadine and I'm gonna throw my chair out the that, window. That would have been a fine guess, actually. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What do they put? Yeah, in, what do they put in a Shirley Temple? Grenadine. Yeah, that would have been my next guess. <laughs> a cherry. Ian, take us home, buddy. <laughs> All right, it's cranberry juice. Ah! Come on, it's cranberry juice. It's a vodka cranberry plus lime and, and Cointreau. Cointreau. I don't know. Or Cointreau or uh, Cointreau. Cointreau. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dry yeah. curacao. They're all the yes. same. They're just orange liqueurs. Honestly, pretty good drink. Yeah, I mean, it's Are you going to tell me to drinkable. guess the ratio? Because that's not fun. <laughs> I want to get the classic triangle uh, martini glasses. I fucking hate those glasses. I, no, I do awful. too, but they're I awful. love the so vibe hard to that, that it brings to have one. They're so hard to not yeah. spill. It's a disaster. You feel great, and then you spill all over yourself, and then you break the glass, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, son of a bitch. Yeah, Every they're like ti- single uh, use. I hate those. Every time somebody yeah. ordered a fucking $6 martini at the dive bar that I worked at, I was like, good, I'm going to be covered in martini now. Cool. Love that for me. Carrie has dinner with her gay friend. Stanfield? Or- Stanford. His name's just Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Marla, Marla Stanfield, her gay friend. Yeah, she has she has uh, she has dinner with Marlo Stanfield. Actually, she has lunch with Marlo Stanfield, and then she sees her ex, who she's like, "I made a mistake with him when I was twenty seven, and twenty nine, and thirty one." This guy's just Brad Pitt like, in True okay. Romance. <laughs> this guy plays Brad Pitt in the made for TV remake of True Romance. Sure, he sure. doesn't apparently even play that character. He plays Brad Pitt. It's a very meta version mm-hmm. of yeah. of uh, that. You hate that movie, right? Oh, it's terrible. But yeah, so she sees uh, what's his name? I don't have it. It's not Kurt. important. Yeah. What? Kurt. Uh, Kurt. Classic. Don't fuck this guy. Name. I'm curious what else is on that list. On the on the list of don't fuck this guy. Names, Chet. Uh, <laughs> wow, coming for Chet Hanks. <laughs> she fucks uh, her ex, and then is like, well, well, actually, her ex goes down on her. Uh, and, and then she, she pieces out. Perfectly, yeah, she's perfectly covered by the sheet, even though it's HBO, I, which I was fucking, the first thing that stood yeah, out to me. I love to cover, not let the people eating my vagina see my boobs. I hate it when people who are have their tongue in my pussy see my boobs. I hate that. I love to just get them just, like, trapped in, like, just like a sheet, it's like July. Yeah, yeah. The AC's not working great. It's also it's like a t- it's just like a weird TV thing that like all oral sex happens underneath the comforter. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Travis, do you do you have oral sex out in the open? on camera I I saw that like forming in Steven's head as it was just like which one of us is he gonna pick which one of us is gonna get that joke but yeah she pieces out she's like I gotta get back to work I am a syndicated columnist Uh, I recently came out against the unionizing at the New York Times because I'm one of their star columnists I'm a syndicated signed right next to Wesley Morris Who does she... Okay, so she syndicated... So, like, does she have a a specific media outlet that she writes for, and then it gets published elsewhere, or... Again, she writes for the time. She gets an overinflated salary to just do all of this, and then she comes out against unionizing. I don't understand yeah, this, how this she could be anything but that. This seems accurate every, to me. I, every single character on the show is definitely anti-union. Yeah. They just yeah, have yeah. that vibe. Yeah, they're all very rich. Well, wait, what was what was Sidney Nixon's stance on unions? The, well, the actress is pro, but is Miranda? 
They're probably. Miranda, I mean, they're absolutely. probably all union actors. Or they definitely are all union actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that you're right. right. You're right. The characters are, yeah. Characters are, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, she bumps so, into Big on her way out. I Now, I like to try to keep this podcast away from um, some of the favorite pastimes of this podcast, which is body shaming. But I'm going to be honest. Making, making Chris Knopf the, like, dreamboat figure in this show hits a little weird. Like, that's all. They're just like, he's, I mean, they do say, you know, he's the next Donald Trump, which hits like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That really, I felt very good when I heard that. It's immediately followed up by a Ross Perot joke, which really puts the show at a moment in time. (laughs) Samantha has the self-confidence that men, that that, uh, like men, that could drive men like Ross Perot to run for president is the the line. And you're just like, where am I? Uh, But. Yeah, they're just like, look at that handsome man. And do not get... I, Chris Noth, he's an actor. He is a handsome man. But he's so Sam the Eagle looking. He does. I also I love the idea of saying, like, talking about how handsome this guy is and saying he's the next Donald Trump, and then the camera should cut over to him standing in a very bizarre position that no one has ever stood before, <laughs> like, leaning over and just, like, making, yeah, one of his, like, odd faces and rambling to somebody about Braden Carter Containing an oxygen tank like, in wow, his he's throat. The next, he's the next <laughs> as he walks. Man. Samantha, he's the next Donald Trump. We cut to the balcony of catastrophe. He's looking directly <laughs> into an eclipse. Uh, that was the best like, thing he did. I feel like pure that shit. Just so want him back. Like, <laughs> Let him on Twitter right. for one day. <laughs> he looked right into the eclipse. It just... <laughs> oh, my God. We, we all miss him so much. It's very clear in this moment. <laughs> we don't know. It was such a funny I don't want him to be in charge, but if he was the figurehead instead of Joe Biden, that would be fine. It would be the same. We just have to reckon with the fact that he's the funniest president that's ever, ever. lived by, like... So much. Oh my god. And it's a nightmare. Dude, what are the funniest a, people a, in the <laughs> If, so if we saw god, Joe Biden more. I hate more, him so much. If we saw Joe Biden more, he would be just as funny as Trump, but they like really, really, really will not let that happen. Yeah, they're like, hide him, hide him. <laughs> I, I talk about it all the time, but Joe Biden getting distracted mid speech to look at a train is truly like <laughs> 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 giving his speech, and then a train rolls in, he just looks over and he's like, beautiful and somebody was like well that's the dsa outreach we've all been waiting yeah. for <laughs> talking about how good a train is uh so they go to catastrophe no i'm chaos. sorry they go to chaos chaos, it's called chaos. chaos um, reigns uh when she bumped into mr she bumps to mr big and yeah bumps to big drops uh, condoms everywhere no mr big doesn't drop the condoms she drops the condoms yeah. and yeah. then he picks her up and then yeah bumps um, to mr big semicolon drops condoms everywhere oh sorry yeah, yeah. And she's she's got some really specific condom taste, and you know that's cool. She says reservoir tip <laughs> as if that's a re- rare thing for a condom. She's like the condoms with the ribs and well, the reservoir tips. Well, it was tips. the '90s. Yeah, I was like, did they used to not have that? I don't yeah, know. I, they, like, yeah, they, used to, they used to set them up so they would just burst instantly. Oh, we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Fucking Catholic lobby. We've come so yeah. far. It's like how razor blades only had one razor blade and now there's like you know 17 it used to be like how did we ever do anything without these yeah we need yeah. we need five chic chic cinco we need five 
Shake, shake reservoir tip. Shake we need five of those. <laughs> uh, While they are all, you know, hitting on or just hanging out at chaos. I mean, Miranda is obliterating poor Skipper. Um, we get Kim Cattrall lighting a cigar in one of the most exaggerated ways. Like she is a human cartoon character you, in that moment. You can't light a cigar any other lights way. The cigar. Imagine lighting a cigar with a bick. That's fucked up. You should have to light a cigar with money. Yeah, yeah. Light money on fire. <laughs> hold it in front if of your cigar. If she's trying to impress this guy, definitely. Yeah. Trump. It's like ooh, Hondurans, fucking, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can you import those. Why didn't she say? Yeah, why didn't she say Cubans? I don't understand. Cubans that part. actually illegal to even unless, mention like, Cuba. Yeah, he could have been undercover. He could have been an undercover cop and then take her in for. <laughs> Like an undercover cop arrests any white person in a New York bar. You go for doing anything. He's in a unit Travis. that's just covering illegal import of cigars from Cuba. Travis, there is a fourteen-year-old actress who is sitting at the bar, probably yeah. at, right behind them. <laughs> you know, Drew Barrymore is in her is in the background right there, going through it, and everyone's just like, "All right." While they're all though at um at the club, uh, Charlotte is with Capote Duncan. And you're just like, oh, hell yeah, she's going to fuck the most eligible bachelor in New York. Wait, no, she thinks she's playing hard to get. She's going to go home tonight. Then Capote Duncan's like, you know, actually, can I go to chaos? Listen, I think you're great and all, but I really need to get my rocks off. I I did love this scene. I also loved uh, Charlotte's I'm going to let you kiss me, but I don't really like that it's happening energy because of how many times I've seen that at a club or on the street, like in the middle of the night where the guy's just like kissing the girl's neck and they're like, oh, like, I guess. Uh, I just thought she did an extremely job with the, uh, like, I guess energy of that. Yeah. Bad vibe. Good acting. Yeah. Just the guy getting in the car and is like, listen, yeah, it's great. I just really need to have sex I just, tonight. You're just like, I mean, is this, if I don't have you, sex, so I, I, was injected. I was cursed <laughs> by a witch. If I don't yeah, have I, sex... so I have to keep my adrenaline up. <laughs> <laughs> what if Crank was... Uh, wait a second, that movie was called Crank, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was called Crank. Uh, what I if, mean, Crank, he has sex in the... I know. To keep his room up. I know. Okay. What he if, has sex while shooting guns. What if Crank was about a witch's curse instead of whatever it's actually about? His, like, heart condition, his weird conditioning. <laughs> a witch's Does he have sex while shooting guns in that movie, or are you thinking of Shoot'em Up, where that also... I'm shoot also thinking no, he has sex while shooting guns. Uh, well. I know in Crank, he has sex in public. Yeah. Can we, crank, can we get a Crank film for ladies? Yeah, Crank, he fucks Emmy, Emmy Smart. Like, What's a Crank film for ladies? I'd love to see like? Sarah Jessica Parker in a Crank film. <laughs> where she has to keep her adrenaline up? <laughs> yeah. She's like, no. I get to have sex to keep my adrenaline up female, like men. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who who is the female Jason Michelle Statham? Rodriguez, baby? Oh yeah, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez in Crank Two, Crank Three, Crank There's Three. There's already been to Crank Two <laughs> for women. Yeah, that's Crank High Voltage. This time for the la- this time for the women. Um, uh, yeah, no, you you got it immediately. By the way, like I'm really <laughs> impressed. It's <laughs> just the answer. Sorry. Right down to both being key figures in the greatest film franchise yeah, of I all time. Yeah, I figured he was just doing it. Well, Charlotte doesn't fuck Capote Duncan. Uh, Samantha is like, yeah, listen, I can't get with Mr. Big. He did not respond to my no-chill flirting of like, you know, I have a key to the private room here. Would you like to see it? And he's like, no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm just going to hang out in this club smoking a cigar. It's 1998. 
you can smoke. This show is pornography for smokers, I feel yeah. like now. Well, they didn't know that smoking caused cancer yet. So, uh, she fucks, uh, yeah, Capote Duncan, which was an uncool move, Samantha. Um, did she know that, that she, he's friend. the one? Yeah, she definitely did. Definitely did know that Charlotte was. She 100% knows. 100%. Knows. 100%. Yeah. It's uncool. Miranda is eating, you know, poor uh, Skipper alive. She's just, like, you know, tormented the poor boy, uh, who she found very nice, and is now going to just the probably, I imagine, for the rest of the season, obliterate his life. Um, the absolute yeah. worst kissing I've ever seen on a screen. <laughs> actually, oh, this they was were, the chickens pecking each other They were actually, scene. like, chickens who thought the other one was food, both of them. Like, they both thought the other one was food. <laughs> I feel like if I were in this situation, if I, if I were Skipper, and I got into this kissing, uh, I would be like, oh, I thought you were... Some I completely misread. I completely like you've clearly never done this. You've before. never had. Like, you've never kissed a person. I thought you were like more experienced than me. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you have this like cool lady in the city thing, but like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Like, clearly, are you new in town? <laughs> clearly, you've just been mean to every guy that you've ever met, and so yeah. no one's ever wanted to kiss you before me, who's like trying to prove something by being like, I'm not sexist. Women can be mean to me or something. Mm-hmm. That's how you prove it. And then uh, we get uh, Mr. Big picking up Carrie, and this is the best part of the show to me, 100%. because it looks like a Wong Kar Wai movie. Uh, it is it is a woman standing, ca- trying to hail a cab in like a rain-slick neon city, getting in the car, talking about love, and then getting out of the car, and it does a Dutch angle into a freeze frame. And I was like hooting and hollering when that happened. I was just like, Yeah! It's one car, why, baby? I love this shit. I live for this shit. Woo! Uh, and then it like ended, and I was like, oh, I wanted more. But absolutely. Have man. you ever been in love? Mr. Big asks Carrie, and Carrie says, "What does she say?" She's like, um, I don't know. Maybe. What does she say? Something kind of uncertain. Doesn't she dismiss it? Yeah. And she like dismisses it because then she asks him, and he's like, absolutely. Absolutely. After he rolls down the window. Absolutely. And then his driver's like, oh, I know from the conversation we had before that that's my cue to pull away. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, hey, uh, we're going to pick up this girl. Uh, And after she knocks on the window and asks me if I've ever been in love and I say, absolutely, I need you to Uh cut it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Fucking Batman Gambit. It's your favorite thing to say. It is my favorite thing to say. (laughs) Steven's favorite TV tropes page. I prefer a Xanatos gambit, of course. Fucking bury us in the ground. I, I, yeah, I'm off my Xanatos, so I'm just a bit wonky right now. I uh, just like though this scene, just like my beloved, uh, my my beloved director Wong Kar Wai, um, whose one English language film is really cheesy, and you're like, wait, is this what all of the movies are like? If like I'm not just reading the lines, <laughs> so when you're hearing this part said, you're like. This is weirdly. This is very corny. It's, and I just, like, it's just exactly like, like it's bad. But there's some video games where I'm just like, God, this dialogue. If it was spoken aloud, I don't know how I'd feel about it. But written down, I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. If it's me reading somebody saying absolutely, but they said it in like Cantonese, I'm like, yeah. And there's like a sound like when the text is coming up on the screen. Shows could be improved by just being cutscenes. Yes, we all love a cutscene. Bring back, bring back silent films. Big, I big want there to be his say something, and then there's a big card that comes up in the next frame yeah. that says "absolutely" yeah. on it. 
that would be disorienting to imagine. But that's the that's what the pilot that's where the pilot ends. And I, I was I was more. ready to go back for more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no question. I was like, how many episodes was the show? 96. 94? 94. 96. 94 in two movies. Yeah, I, I was like, should we have watched the second movie, actually, as the... Well, no, no. Television I'm, broadcast. Listen, if the, if the movie had debuted on HBO, sure, maybe, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you had to go buy a ticket to go to the theater to see them go to, like, Morocco? Ah, or, I think that's right. I want to say it's not Dubai because there was like they weren't allowed in the country. Hmm. Travis, you had something you wanted to talk about, or maybe it was Steven. I want to talk about the Kim Cattrall Super Mario Land 3D ad. There we go. Yes, <laughs> an tell iconic me. moment in her illustrious that. career. Um, but it's her lounging around in a silk robe. Oh, I remember this. The Tanuki suit. Yeah, the implication that she's yeah. sexually attracted to Mario in the Tanuki yeah, suit is a bit odd. Yeah, that means he could potentially be fucking her in midair. I That's mean, pretty cool. who isn't? <laughs> Just While hovering she's above the getting raptured. Well, <laughs> yeah. the so hold on. The problem though is with the Tanuki suit. It's not. It's not pro- prolonged. Minute. Like he has to be moving his hovers. legs as he's like slowly working his way down. Hey, wait. Okay, hold on. That might work. Now we might be onto something. Works with the thrusting. That might work. <laughs> Travis, would you watch more Sex in the City? No. But it was very breezy. I was a little worried I'd just be really bored by the show because it's so not for me. But, like, it happened. It was, you know, it went at a, a nice pace. Yeah. But I, you know, zero, I have zero interest in this show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, more shows I'd watch like more this. show. You'd, yeah. The worst thing about that ad is that she says Mario. Yeah. Mario. That's such Not a, like, Mario. upper, like, that's such a Northeast, like, thing to do. Like, that's it's, also I, how Will Manneker says Mario. I, wanna, yeah, I don't think it's Northeast. I think it's just New York. I want to yeah. meet the person who had the idea to get Kim Cattrall on and have, like, a sexual Mario 3D World ad. Yeah, I like, meet that what Shigeru Miyamoto. audience are you trying to get with that? So you want to meet Shigeru Miyamoto. You want to meet Mario's dad, Shigeru Miyamoto, who's just like, my son Mario needs a lover. How about Samantha from Sex and the City? I mean, I'm just imagining, like, Peach getting in, like, a slap fight with Kim Cattrall over Mario's You want that? I can find you that, probably. I got We can find some links. I'm surprised we didn't see any penises in this. Well, I think there are penises in the show. You see see dick and balls in the show. I'm sure at some point. You see Bush in this show. Well, yeah, it took place during his whole first term. It's we actually, made it through the whole first episode without talking about the, the World Trade Centers. And the, it's uh, actually Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Thank you, uh, Terrace, for always giving us that landmark. I'd like to thank the terrorists who yeah. did 9-11. <laughs> thank you, terrorists, for, every New York, for every New York movie made between 1971 and 2001. So, Weird. on uh, American Girl in Paris Part 2, this is the first time we're doing a two-parter where we're only doing the second part. <laughs> it's such a great concept for a show Man. that we have going. It, I love it. I <laughs> yeah. had a blast with this. It really lets me know, like, did I need to get to this point? Most things, no. Yeah, uh, it's and very I filled in. Also, it's not like there was anything that happened that felt like this was the dramatic two-part conclusion no, of the show. No. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I mean, just they like, shot oh, on location was... in Paris, I guess, and they were like, we yeah. might as well shoot a lot of, a lot of stuff. We might as well, yeah, it's like, okay, so she didn't wind up with 
she wasn't with Big, and she seemed she was going to start her life with uh, the greatest male dancer of all time, Mikhail Brushnikov. Yes. <laughs> that is, uh, that is uh, who this guy was, by the way. Why did why doesn't he dance? Legend legendary Russian ballet dancer who because he's also an actor defected to America in the eighties and was also like, huh? I don't know. Women are very into him. Uh, huh. He's an icon. Yeah, and he's playing a weird artist. Yes, he's. I wish he's shown bad. Us his if we're gonna talk about bad acting in the show, he's bad. <laughs> I want to see his light show. I, uh, I agree. I want to see his light show. It looked like the the yeah like I. Like the fucking, he had a Vorlon back there, the way that people were reacting to his light show. Genius! <laughs> Everything's different now! Yeah. Like, I love that we don't see it, or that's like the Pulp Fiction suitcase or whatever, that's just like, there's light, and people are like, whoa, but we can't show you that, because there's no way we can come up with what it would look right, like. Right, there's no way we can come up with a light that'll actually, like, make people go, wow! <laughs> Without just like stealing, because who gives a shit about a light installation? Right. I mean, I've seen light. I've seen light installations that people say "wow" at. Sorry. I think they're cool. Yeah, I just I'm like he's just playing like James Turrell, the artist, is my my um, understanding of this character that they made him Russian. Sure. James Turrell is an artist who does light installations that look like the Hotline Bling video. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Sounds cool. Would I say Once. wow? Maybe. <laughs> I realized I was... Depends yeah, on my I mean, vibe they're, they're cool. Would I, would I do a Drake yes face or a Drake no face? That's... <laughs> yeah, um, I love Barishnikov. It was disorienting to see that it was Barishnikov and then be like, he's not doing much. Yeah, he was bad, but it definitely... I think of all the times where we've seen someone is in the show and we've been like, holy shit, that guy... Mikhail Brishnikov is an unpolite yes. parallel <laughs> flex of just like what the yeah because wh- when did he get he in this at all why are people mentioning I always have heard about Aiden and Big why didn't anyone tell me that Brishnikov slaps Carrie <laughs> and I knew that she got slapped we're just gonna jump around in the finale barely anything Sometime, happens she needs calmness get slapped. She needs she, to ask she before she feeds a strange dog human food is the main thing that I took away from this. Like, she go, like the whole Carrie plotline is she goes to dinner with the ex-wife, she walks around Paris, she gets in a fight, she leaves with Mr. Big. That's it. Boom. What was he like, doing there? She why, meets yeah, her why fans. Was he there? Why was he there? She Yeah, she meets her fans. That comes to nothing. And then, yeah, and then fucks like, him over She doesn't get bit. to go to the dinner. Mr. Big probably has, like, a fucking flight tracker on her, like, the way yeah, people so, follow, like, so, coaching searches. This is what I was talking about at the beginning where everybody rolled their eyes at me. This one was actually, what the fuck is he doing in that hotel at this moment in Paris? Like, what is he doing there? He, he lives... Ha- he, he has the little... He canonically lives in California. What is he doing there? Like, it's the most David yeah, Sex Machina I've ever seen. It's not... No one, nobody I, is ever, like... He probably wait, followed her there. Well, Again, wait, it was not questioned. It was not questioned. Hold on, hold on. The biggest god in the machine ever <laughs> that you have seen. Ever. Because, ever. because I just want to make sure. Because now, now I, I understand that you're that, okay. So he shows up. He shows up. She's she spilled her purse. Right. She's at the she's at the thing. She's he she's been slapped. She's talking to the receptionist. She spills her purse out. She found the carry necklace. Uh, he's there and says, what happened? This was... If she had just said something like, what are you doing here? I would have been like, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. But the fact that she didn't legitimately made me think for multiple lines of dialogues that she was hallucinating. Because, like... Yeah, because like, I was I, about to say... 
And then if maybe she is. And then I took that energy through the rest of it, where I was like, now is this person hallucinating? Like, who's that? Like, I just I just couldn't get it out of my head that this was like. And then you know, there's probably a fan theory that Samantha actually died to the slap, and the rest of it was <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. Right, I was going to say, if, if we hadn't seen Samantha interact with him in the pilot, I would have suggested the theory that Mr. Big is a figment of Carrie's imagination. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I don't want to double check it because it would go against the spirit of this podcast. Stephen, there is a very simple explanation for why he's in Paris. What? She calls him? It's No, it's covered in the previous episode since this is a two parter set in Paris. Oh. <laughs> so to us. It's like, what is he doing in yeah. Paris? And to people <laughs> watching it at the time, they're like, Mr. Big's in Paris. Okay, okay. And he knows where her hotel even is. Even if he was in Paris, and even if he knew where her hotel was, I need an explanation for why he walked in at that exact moment. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah. I mean, there it goes into like a sort of fairy tale like thing. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest the, deus ex machina I have ever seen. This is, <laughs> listen, this is maybe the most our analysis is but butted up against uh, the structure of the show ever. Like, and I love it. How fucking I stupid are we? I, no, we're I, like, I, how, I love that. how did we get to Paris? <laughs> I let it happen. No, I let it happen assuming we could also be completely wrong. How did I get anywhere? <laughs> Wait a second. So Carrie's in New York in the first episode and she's in Paris in the last how the fuck did she get there? <laughs> Who is this guy Who's that she's going to get married to? She's getting married to. When did she have time for any of this? <laughs> Barishnikov? <laughs> when did Barishnikov appear? Uh, <laughs> no, this is why this podcast is perfect. Is because we let Stephen go off on this, and I was like, maybe it's covered in the in the previous episode because it is part two. Like for all we know, she's just like. Oh, I'm going and, to Paris, and then Big's like, I'm following you to Paris. And the other thing that's fun is, like, it doesn't even matter that <laughs> it's a part two, because, like, even if it wasn't, there was an episode before it. Like, even if it isn't a part two, like, there still was an episode before <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Right, it is, seri- it is serialized television <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> Fucking idiots. So, so uh, on the bingo board, I'm going <laughs> to bring us back to the bingo the board. people, and I love it. On the bingo board, uh, we have a Lost Her Powers uh-huh. plotline. Uh, because Samantha has uh, had her powers taken away and, uh, yeah. and is, has to deal with the fact that she can no longer have sex. I'm going to disagree. Because when we talk about that, we talk about someone sacrificing their powers for good. No, we don't. And it happens in the episode. No, we don't. We, the last time we talked about this was Bones, and she didn't sacrifice her powers for good. She just It just happened. Oh, okay, you're right. They were I taken away from her. her yeah. They were just right. taken away okay. by a bomb or cancer. I'm still going to disagree because we do that for, like, this is how the finale is, and this seems like a longer-running thing that is stretched through the season. I thought it would be if I, I like I don't actually think this is getting her I don't think she actually has sex powers I just thought you know it'd be a fun little conversation to have <laughs> oh she 100% has sex powers did you see I did no she has sex powers that is not up for great debate did you well, see when they were taken away. To her when yeah, she got her mojo I, back I'm on Steven's side with this one yeah and then she gets her mojo back ah, mid yes. the whole the mid whole, that the whole, this is a gets her mojo back plot line yeah She's actually had it all along. This is a, the mojo was inside you. In yeah. In, yeah. in Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, uh, does he say to someone, like, you should have sex with someone so, else? My mojo um, no, is gone. We don't, yeah, do we, we, do no. we just want to do each character's individual arc instead of trying yeah, to go yeah, be yeah, I think that's how we're doing it. I think he does. Yeah. So, actually, before we get really into the Samantha one, I just want to say 
Did anyone else have the moment watching the the part where Carrie gets slapped where you go, where you went, wait, did she get slapped? I couldn't, I t- I couldn't could tell. Yeah. I actually couldn't tell until they talked about it later. It was literally just he turned around and hit her an accident. Yeah, it, like, I'm glad that she was like, it really wasn't like that at all. Like, <laughs> he was clumsy and I didn't, didn't yeah, notice I was, I was directly so behind him. was so disorienting because I knew the, like, Carrie had gotten slapped somewhere. Like, I just knew that being the thing um, from whatever pop culture osmosis. And then seeing the moment being like, wait. Did she? Am this, I thinking of a different like, episode? Are you thinking it, of NBC's The Slap miniseries? Yeah. I'm not saying I need to see her. I need to see Barishnikov, like, cock back. Yeah, Barishnikov do a beautiful leaping you know, <laughs> a pirouette into slapping her. I want to see Barishnikov do the, do the Chun-Li kick. Yeah, exactly. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, where he does like three different things, announces what energy he's channeling, and then slaps her in the face. (laughs) This did feel a little bit like, uh, and uh, for better or worse, probably for better, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was like, I'm not getting slapped for a role. So, like, you know, do what you have to do to make it kind of look like I got slapped, but you're not slapping me. 100%. The exact opposite of. Michael Sarah and this is the yep. end. Yeah, I was gonna say literally. Yep. Not yeah, exactly. where where mm-hmm. it was Rihanna made the deal. He could slap her ass if she could slap him across the face. And after the second take, they were like, "That's all we can do. She might kill you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> she might kill you." I also I just I can't stress this enough to people listening to Matt and Stephen who did not know who he is. He is the greatest male <laughs> dancer of all time. He is. A virtuoso, what's certainly in a ballet anyway. Generation ballet dancer, like it is. It's he so was an weird. icon of Russia. So, and then they made was a big part of the Cold War. And then they made a, 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 a subplot out of him being clumsy in this episode. I mean, mostly the subplot yeah. was just him being part like, of it. it's like self-centered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I just the idea that Brishnikov would ever have an action that was unintended or accidental with his body. That man has fine motor control over every muscle in a way that should be studied by science. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what? I would put money on the fact that it has been. I bet someone has written. Oh, probably. And uh, I bet someone has written a published research article that uses him as. Like, you know, a crux of its thing. This guy has fine motor control over his rotator cuffs that most people don't get in their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Whose brain is like out of out of university and they have to like eat it as part of the introduction to like the college? I think it's Einstein. Excuse me. It's Einstein. It's Einstein. <laughs> there's a ru- there's a rumor. No, there's a rumor. What are you t- there's a rumor. I'll fucking show you the article. The, there's Where, multiple people. Like, there's multiple. No, there's multiple professors who have. Is that what George H. Bush had who to have do? copped to the fact that Einstein's brain is at I don't know one of the fucking Ivy League schools, and in one of the very right, specific I mean. programs, when you're doing it, you have to eat a tiny piece of his brain. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not saying it's real, but I'm not making it up. Did you? Ra- did somebody post this on Facebook? <laughs> no, it, like. It, and that brain was Albert Einstein. <laughs> also, though, putting Boristikov in the show and not having him dance feels mean. Yeah. I just want to see him dance. Maybe he's, he maybe he's one of those maybe assholes he who's like, to, I don't want to be pigeonholed. Should not be here right. for his acting. Yeah. They were like, you know who's like a hot, you know, we need someone to play like a hot, vaguely European guy. 
Wait, what if we got Barishnikov? The <laughs> What's writers? funny is now it could be Mads Mikkelsen, and you could still have him dance. Mads and Barishnikov dancing? I would love to watch that. Mads dating Carrie Bradshaw. What a life. I would also love to watch that. I love I love when Mads gets to play Charming instead of the scariest people who have ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have neglected to tell you what the Jerry girlfriend plot is for oh, yeah. uh, Charlotte's yeah, please, please. actress. Jerry accidentally knocks his girlfriend Jenna's toothbrush into the oh, toilet, yes. and she oh, uses it before her. he can tell her. Yep, I remember this one. Since she's, since she's so about her cleanliness, he is afraid to tell her. He he directs Jenna to to sterilize her mouth with various cleaning agents, but can't get over her fear she may have she may still be unsanitary and can't kiss her. Yes, and I then eventually what, tells what her, a, and then allows her to put one item from his house in the toilet and not tell him which one. <laughs> And then he drives him crazy by the end of the episode, uh, uh, and it, it's revealed that it was the toilet brush. This is such a, a thing that uh, the most relatable episode to Massiani specifically of, <laughs> of probably any Seinfeld. Of like, well, how could we drive him insane? So uh, Charlotte uh, and her husband, um, Steve uh, Evan Handler, is that the actor's name? Yeah. Uh, they're going to adopt a child, and... Uh, they had a couple that was coming from Charlotte, North Carolina, and Charlotte felt that this was a great sign, but uh, then that couple backs out because they want to keep the kid. And so um, they have a bad time, and then they wind up with uh, a the Chinese, Chinese child. Uh, baby. The best part of this plot line is we get to imagine Colin Farrell playing Mario Cantone, <laughs> which I do want to see. Wait. Uh, it's 2004. How do we get to. I, I right? It was when this. Because she's talking about the about baby it. with her gay best friend, with her gay best friend, and he's yeah, talking about, they, like, when, how in, in the movie of their lives, uh, he wants yeah, himself yeah, to be yeah, Colin yeah. Farrell. Okay. And this is 2004, Colin Farrell. So. It's like Alexander era. Uh, it is a man who has built a home inside a mountain of cocaine. Yeah. That is the era of Colin Farrell we're talking about. This is uh, right before he checks himself into rehab immediately upon completion of Miami Vice. He's been sober since. Shouts out to Colin. Love the guy. But, yeah. Uh, They're trying to that adapt. Would love to see Colin Farrell play a very, like, over-the-top the, gay best The other friend. big thing is that Charlotte converted to Judaism at some point to be with this guy. Oh, and, yeah. like, the big fish-out-of-water thing for the North Carolina people is they've never seen locks before. Yeah, I didn't think about the conversion. I just, but you're right. Now that you said, I'm like, of course, she was the waspiest person in the first episode. Yeah, and then in the finale, um, is, that's apparent. You know, like it, according yeah. to Wikipedia, like that's a big part of her. Uh, oh, her arc. Uh, do you guys have anything to say about the Charlotte plot? Yes, I'm beginning to think that God lost our address. We're uh. Jews. We've been through a lot more than that. Why do you keep doing the end of the podcast thing that you do at different times in the podcast? No, it's okay. I've got one for the end. It's not that one. It's a better line. <laughs> uh, okay. What's interesting about this plot is that it apparently is a very realistic, like, how adoption goes, yeah. according to Alex, who herself has an adopted Chinese sister, was like, I thought you yeah, were you just get a picture in the Alex mail, and they're like, an yeah, we got you. Chinese daughter. <laughs> no. No, but they're like, you just... Would have been a you, big one day, you, like, you... You apply, and one day they just send you a fucking picture in the mail and be like, this one's coming in six months. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I forgot I ordered this. Jesus oh, Christ. Wow. Yeah, like Han Yang. Yeah, exactly. 
this was kind of a nothing subplot for the end. Yeah, it definitely was like, ah, these two characters finally get what they've wanted. Chinese but we knew it was going to happen, so known. we're doing it. It's just like, cool, good for Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It was the, this is what this character, I guess, has been building toward probably for a while. And it's like, well, we can't wrap it up before, I guess. Let's just do it in, like, two different scenes in the finale. Just kind of tack it on there. Okay. And then we have Samantha and her actor boyfriend. And Samantha has oh, breast cancer like now. Looking yes, like Eminem. Looking like Eminem. I mean, this was a great era to look like Adam Eminem. Sandler? No, that's um, uh, Miranda's that's husband who sounds Miranda's like, husband, yeah. a, who's doing, uh, to me it sounded like he's doing an impression of Sandler in Uncut Gems at various parts. Yeah, he's just doing a New York Jew voice. I haven't no, seen him but, but then imagine if Adam Sandler was ripped and played Attila the Hun. Well, is he playing Attila the Hun or is he just in a movie with Attila the He's Hun? at least playing a Hun. Yeah. Unclear if Which, he is like, Attila. Ooh. Weird, weird. Don't like that choice. Let's get down to business. Uh, yeah, so she's dating Eminem. She's has breast cancer. Had breast cancer. Her I hair think is still back. Ha- I think has and yeah is. So I couldn't tell because like her hair is back. It's coming so that back. Would, yeah, it's coming back. So that would feel like it is sometime after chemotherapy. I think so. But she's like her body is still you know like she could still she be doing other just, treatments. Or she's just finished up treatment. Like it could be any number of things. Mm-hmm. On that, and you know, how much do you think Sarah uh, Jessica Parker wanted them to kill her character? I, I guess a lot. <laughs> My understanding now, extremely. It'd be really Just funny like, if uh, the show had a high body count. <laughs> if, if none of the people appeared in the I last mean, episode who were in the first Samantha one, Samantha has a high body count. Do you bet that there's an episode where somebody dies while having sex in this show? I hope no. so. Oh, like someone has sex with like a rich older man or whatever, and <laughs> yeah. like. And they it's, Samantha. it's a Samantha. Yeah, it's yeah, a though. Samantha plot. Yeah. Yeah. It co- actually, you know what? The funnier version of this is a Charlotte plot. Could be Carrie. Have, does anyone die but. from having sex in oh Sex and the City? I mean, partially, it's just like saying would die in Sex and the City in general. <laughs> <laughs> Were we the correct? There's, there's, there's the first article is an access online spoiler alert. Oh no! It's just it's spoiler alert. Does anyone die in Sex in the City the movie? Uh, and I thought it said spoiler alert. Does anyone die in Sex in the City having sex? And I was like, <laughs> good to know I'm not the first person who's asked this question. Uh, maybe you are. Um, yeah. So her she's uh, she doesn't have a sex drive because of the treatments, and she wants her younger hot actor boyfriend to have fun, and she doesn't want to hold him back. So she's like, you can have sex when you're being a hun in this deeply racist movie yeah she couches it in a horrible way she's like if you see like a slave girl you want to ravage and i was like not cool samantha so much yeah she couches it in this horrible way and then he's like he doesn't really want to and then he flies back to say i love you and then i did a huge a hallucination yeah probably he did not fly back to say i love you she hallucinated from the chemo yeah that's very cute it's the it's that medication that gives you really realistic dreams, not Claritin, but the other one. <laughs> Yo, baby, that shit is wild. Taking Claritin and having insane dreams, dude. No, really well, it's not thing. insane. When I take Claritin, <laughs> I have mundane <laughs> dreams that are so Vivid normal and so realistic yeah. that I form memories <laughs> that did not yep. happen. 
I've been there. I thought somebody told me they were moving to Vermont, and then I woke up and was like, for a few days, was like, this person moved to Vermont. Wow, that's going to be weird for us all. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yo, cancer's a fucking trip. Like, that was basically what happened. They were like, I'm not moving to Vermont. Where on earth did you get that? And I was like, yo, so I am on some crazy shit right now. It's, it's awesome that you had those side effects because you had cancer, and I had those side effects because I had a sniffle. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's a fucking party. He sneezed a couple times and his face got a little like red, and then he was like, "Gotta take this drug." I I actually don't take it because it fuck like it's too weird. You're going over to Matt's. He's just got one Claritin tab. (laughs) Uh, If I if I may say one more thing about Claritin, uh, I I was I went to see if anybody else had the side effect, and there was this forum post. It was a whole long thread of people describing the absolutely horrific dreams that they have that are very realistic on Claritin. (laughs) And there was somebody explaining how they had a dream that they poked their thumbs into somebody's eyeballs and, like, felt it very (laughs) viscerally. (laughs) So I'm getting off a lot easier. They gave them the blood Uh, sport. Should we just go straight into the Miranda plot? I mean, again? I mean, are we going to talk? I mean, are, like, I guess we've already oh, talked about it. Oh, and then, yeah, it. it ends, obviously, with, yeah, Samantha fucks him and ascends to, like, a higher plane as she, The like, weirdest partially clip of takes sex on the character of ever like, seen. No, she's turning into the entity from It Follows when it fucks that kind of death. <laughs> there's a woman, there's a woman that I know who's, like, really into healing and, like, spiritual, just, like, flick certain kinds of smelling things on you at times and... Like at one point, I like my 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 uh, my most vivid memory of this person that will never leave is we were just sitting around in like I don't know a park, and she was like, "Does anyone mind if I sort of you know release some energy that's been inside me?" And everyone's like, uh, "I don't <laughs> sure, sure." And she just goes, <laughs> <laughs> like as loud as she possibly could, <laughs> and everyone else was like, and I was like. <laughs> what the fuck just happened and if there's anyone in the world that i know that does that like that that would be like oh uh, yeah. it's it's uh that person I, that memory will never leave my brain i was so i was so no, I'm, sure. I'm certain incredible <laughs> uh okay so miranda is we meet her she's married to steve i believe his name is and uh, and she has a child at this point, and her husband, her her mother-in-law is getting severely demented, and they have to take her in. Severely demented yeah. really sounds like uh, something a surfer guy would say. Dude, me. last night I got <laughs> Bro, severely, severely demented. demented. <laughs> it's like a Bill and Ted thing. Most demented. Uh, words the- on the screen. Like the part <laughs> where they were just like, so this woman, or there, where he's just like, no, that's that's Brady, ma, ma, that's Brady, not I'm Stevie, ma, that, uh, that's Brady, and then I'm just like, so what? Did this character have a stroke? And then the next scene is just like, so yeah, she had a small stroke. The doctor doesn't know when. I was just like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is a different energy than what I want from the finale of Sex and Sex in the City. Like Adam Sandler. <laughs> they they definitely yeah. did do the like. What if we ramped it up and like had these like huge crises that like totally 
did not need to be a thing on what Sex if, in the City. What if somebody ate garbage pizza in the last episode? Disgusting. Like, this pizza Disgusting. No one tastes would ever like do that. garbage. No one would ever do that. This is a horrible, disgusting thing. Can't imagine. We're not relitigating the. We are not relitigating. It wasn't the in the garbage. Time. It was on a plate. No, that no, was I'm not talking about that time. I'm talking about the time I ate oh. pizza from the garbage. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't know that time. Steven. <laughs> Congrats, you and the homeless guy that was behind me and my dad in line for a Stone <laughs> Temple fair, Pilots concert in 2008 fair, have the same fair, experience. To be fair, I watched them throw it away, and it was in the box, and it was like from an event, and they threw it in the, <laughs> and they threw it in the garbage. It was in the box. And I opened up the box that had just been thrown in the garbage and taken the pizza out and, and ate it. And my friends were like, that's disgusting. I was like, no, it's just in a different place. Like, it's still in the box. This is the same as your ground. This is the exact same logic as your ground pizza thing. <laughs> but it's not because I watched them put it in the garbage, which is better than the ground that's pizza. That's true. The pizza that was on the plate on the ground, you didn't see it placed there. It no, just was there. I did not. It could have been stepped on a million times. And you had no idea. Glad, I'm glad, though, that we got to have that committed to eternity. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the demented mom thinks she's going to the Bronx Zoo, eat some pizza from some garbage, and then she gets a bath from Miranda, and well, the nanny is like, the, oh, the nanny. that's what love is. I was like, who's the woman with the gray hair? I was she assuming wants she to go was to the also zoo. hallucination. She wants to go to the zoo with uh, uh, Stevie. Steven, wait, hold on a sec. I'm sorry. I now process that you assume that all people in the show are hallucinations? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not everybody. Only but- the four main casts are real, yeah. I think. Uh, so, so it's like, who's this woman? What's her role? I don't know. So she must be a hallucination. So like the mom's real. Steve is real. Brady's real. The woman with the gray hair, hallucination. Why? That seems fair. It's just like, uh, she's a bit of a symbol to be like, you know, I'm teaching you about how to be an adult, Miranda. <laughs> a character can be a symbol without also having to be a hallucination. Character doesn't have to be a hallucination. Like they could also be a supernatural entity. They could also be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> or a dream. Anyway, she's informed that this is what love is, and that yeah, <laughs> which is bleak. It's the bleakest of the, of these ones. I mean, it's real, but it's also kind of bleak. It's yeah. a bit bleak. Just like, it's like this is what love is. We're all gonna lose our minds and die. We're gonna have brain worms and get distracted by trains and go this to the Bronx a- <laughs> Zoo. This was and a- your younger loved ones will give you a bath while like holding back tears, basically at how that you're just a husk of a human now. If you're lucky. That's the Sex in the City finale. <laughs> well, they all, I mean, Carrie comes back oh, to, right, to yeah, New York, go. and and we finally learned Mr. Big's name, because apparently there was a running joke, which which would have added to my hallucination theory, that um, every time she's about to say his name, the scene switches over, or gets cut off mm-hmm. by something. And we finally learned his name, John. Which is, is a he's, is cop, cop, out, cop out of a fucking name. His name is John Preston, apparently. Cop out of a name. Jesus oh, Christ. that's the Preston that um, Silas Hurst talked about. Dick. So his name was like Dick Big. Could be. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks. I didn't particularly like the show, but I didn't. I wasn't put off by the show either. It was kind of a nothing show to me, but watchable. Happy birthday, Travis. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what we went for. <laughs> your 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 base. Thank you for this passable existence. television. That is Man. a huge role. Listen, this this show was great and had the exact same tone as the rom-coms that I like to watch, plus, you know, cockballs and bush. I mean, but not really, actually. Just boobs. In this episode. Well, in these, yeah. We, sh- we got shadowy boobs There's in the There's barely even boobs in this episode. And screaming <laughs> boobs, boobs in the finale. You remember the shadowy <laughs> boob shot? 
Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> no. I, At the, in the intro, when uh, she's talking the silhouette. about the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there were shadow boobs. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I'm not making up the shadow boobs. What do you think I am? My favorite, the, the best character from American Gods, Shadow Boob. Uh, well, that was Sex in the City, uh, a show that I could watch a bit more of, but I, I don't think I would need to make it to the finale. Like, there's not, there wasn't the, like, I got to <laughs> see how we got here. Other than, like, I got to see how they introduced yeah, yeah. Barishnikov. But yeah, it's it's uh, that's not the point of it though. I don't I don't fucking need to know the plot. No. If there were no plot that like carried through, aside from them hanging out, I don't care. Carried I'd still through. Watch more. Hey, so Matt, you're up next. Tell us what we got next week. Come on, come on. Eileen. We are. I don't know how to get to it. Are we are, sure? are, we are rescue, rescue me. Rescue <laughs> next me? week we're heading over to the yes, we're heading over to the FX network. For rescue me! Oh, that was come bon on, come Bondi's on, time, baby. <laughs> that was that was okay. I was like, come on, feel the Illinois. Come on, come on, come on. Who here? Okay, who here knows the least about Rescue Me? I have seen a full season of Rescue Me. Oh, Stephen. Dennis Leary, is that right? Okay, well, All hold right. on. I was yeah. going to say, Stephen, we're going to put thirty seconds on the clock. Uh, no cheating, because you've done that before. Starting now. Okay, I think that Dennis Leary is a firefighter. And uh, it... That's it. I, I, that's it. <laughs> I mean, he probably, he probably, you know, goes into buildings and saves people. There's probably some firefighter drama. There's probably sex. But literally, I think... Is Dennis Lear a fighter fighter? That's if, if that's true. That's all I know. If it's not true, then there's nothing else I have. And I time. <laughs> it is indeed a firefighter drama starring Dennis Leary. Hey, I, it's <laughs> I knew I, there was a moment in there where I was like, it, this could be the time where it's me having to say, but I knew one more thing than you did. And we will cover that all next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Please rate or review or subscribe. Thanks to our producer, Matt Aniciani, for his wonderful work. Get him a Webby. As we Give decided. me the Webby. Win <laughs> Matt a Webby. Webby. He's, gone from, he's gone from, I do not want one of those, to please give me one of those. Now um, that I know it's chosen by the people. I'm pretty sure that's There's how it works. There's nothing more Matt than changing your mind the people. to the opposite uh, three <laughs> seconds after you firmly state an opinion. <laughs> May we all be that flexible. All right. Steven, can you bring us home? I have the sex. She has the sex. We all have the sex.